Welcome to Skiba News Nation, bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba. that song. Hey Skiba News Nation family, in today's episode we'll be talking about when did June become Pride Month? World Famine is coming. The Queen's Platinum Jubilee, MK Ultra and Charles Manson and much more. Stay tuned. Anyways, hi everybody. I'm Jeremiah Skiba and now I'm here to introduce my co-host as we talk about the news here at Skiba News Nation. Here's Jake Grant. Hey Jake. Hey, what's up Jeremiah? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing really good. Doing really good. It's great to be here. I'm excited to get in today's episode. Uh, it, there's some crazy things going on in the world, and let's break it. it down. Man. Let's do it, man. Tell me some current news. All right. So <clears throat> currently, the whole world is experiencing the early telltale red flag signs of uh, worldwide famine and drought. And so um, just a let people know that this is a very serious topic. We have uh, this little meme here that I wanted to share with everybody. And if you can read along with me, it, it talks about how experts predict it may take up to three years to replenish global grain stocks. And in the meantime, farmers won't have readily available supply to feed their livestock. So that means livestock is not going to be as fat and plump or healthy or um, not giving as many uh, offspring to keep that industry going as well and does um, that it says does that have to tie in with the formula too yeah i mean the the problem here is that there are shortages coming worldwide in a whole variety of areas we i know you mentioned the baby formula topic and uh as a a parent of two infants uh we're definitely paying attention to news like that because whenever you see that these shortages are coming what it indicates is either there's a breakdown in the supply chain or that big nation states are buying up these goods uh, to make themselves more independent from the kind of the interconnectivity of, uh, uh, of trade between countries. So the Chinese don't want to be dependent on the U.S food goods anymore or the the russians don't want to be dependent on on who they might have had imported foods and products from and so um you know it's all very very important to pay attention to these things um it says here that uh canada's uh based nutrien ltd the world's largest fertilizer company not only food shortages oh not only God. baby shortages baby not baby shortages well yes we have a <laughs> you know a population decline as well but um we have here that a fertilizer shortage is coming and it said that it's likely to extend into 2023 and the price of fertilizer is also skyrocketing. And so this is kind of important to recognize that not only are they uh, causing shortages in the food supply, uh, but they're causing shortages in the way we can produce food. And so people use fertilizer in their gardens to grow food and grow vegetables it's like but they're trying to even off all of life not not just food not just grain but people 
They're trying to shorten people. Like the amount of people that, that are here. Kind of like the Georgia Guidestone says. That's exactly what I was going to mention, man. The Georgia wow. Guidestone talks about maintaining the world population under 500 million or, or some crazy low number like that compared to the supposed 8 billion people alive today. But there's also kind of a conspiracy going on here with the U.S. and the U.K. are also paying farmers to not farm all their available land. And so California is paying farmers to grow less. Um, and this is under the guise of saving water. And we're going to also talk about droughts and some warning signs we see in Lake Powell and how the UK is even encouraging farmers to retire by offering them a lump sum of 100,000 pounds while publicly predicting looming food shortages. So it's, uh, it's like you know, right out in the open. It's like a, like a middle finger, right? Exactly. We're going to talk a little bit about the Hegelian dialectic where they present a problem and then they offer the solution. Um, so I, I really wanted to show that uh, discussion of the grain shortages, but also we have many uh, processing plants and food uh, kind of treatment facilities, whether it's uh, poultry, whether it's eggs, whether it's cattle, you know, all these different places are seemingly burning down by the dozens. Um, here's a meme of uh, fire destroying a chicken farm producing 3 million eggs per day in Minnesota. And it makes it this the, the 24th processing uh, distribution facility to burn down accidentally in 2022. And of course, you know, we have uh, another food factory that burned down. It was one of the largest egg farms in the country. And these are <laughs> really alarming uh, events that are happening. Uh, it's Jeremiah, very scary. Just to it's almost like uh, how many coincidences can there be? Uh, not only the fact that these places are burning down to arson or, you know, alleged. But they want us to rely on them. That's what they want. Exactly. You know, these things, uh, you know, are also tied to the threat of, uh, of foul foul diseases and, and chicken flu, right? Bird, bird flu. And they're slaughtering millions of chickens. And this is all going to contribute to this worldwide shortage of food. Whenever we talk about this topic, it, it's, it's really interesting. And I believe this is one of the reasons this is coming about. Now, check this out. The Defender talks about how the University of California is also working on plant-based mRNA vaccines. The idea is to disseminate through the conventional food supply, which puts a whole new spin on the old adage to let thy food be thy medicine. So just let me get your feedback on this before I read about Bill Gates here a little bit, man. They want to the population no longer just through, you know, the squirt into your arm, but through what we consume. This is pretty alarming. So they want to hokey poke our cows and our, and our food. That's, that's pretty insane. Pokey food. <laughs> it goes on to say that uh, big name proponents of the kind of the global reset, the World Economic Forum uh, attendee Bill Gates uh, insists that droughts and climate change is destroying our ability to farm and that the future will consist of populations moving into metropolitan cities, one where it's easier to be controlled, mm -hmm. where indoor vertical farming is necessary to feed people. 
But if this is the case, why has Bill Gates acquired 242,000 acres of farmland over the past decade while simultaneously investing in indoor vertical farming? Hmm. This guy is one of the biggest owners of farmland in the Western world here. And he's also talking about, you know, all these uh, big plans he has. And he's directly tied to the uh, pharmaceutical industry uh, mandates and, and kind of the guises that they want to push down. And um, it seems like he know, has it, all it, the answers to all of our problems. It just so happens exactly. to turn into that craziness this is to not uh put fear into people because um we should never be fearful of the things that come onto the world uh but we should be aware we should be watchmen right and mm. and and understanding how they're using these these different agendas these different uh trauma events or these tragedies or these uh kind of cataclyst events like the burning down of these warehouses and and the global supply chain breakdown to then push their agendas. And that is the most important thing to recognize so that we don't become beholden to the beast system as it's implemented to, so that we can keep our head on a swivel, so to speak. Yep. And stand up. Stand up for what we believe in, you know, we stand up against all of these crazy uh, just agendas, these uh, World Economic Forum plans uh, where the the rich want to implement the way that they see best to manipulate and control the world. Because if you're out in the country and you have a farm and you have a garden and you have animals, then whenever people are hungry, uh, you know, they're more likely to be beholden to the system. And if you have all that stuff, you are less likely to save when mandates come back, whenever the government wants to force you into a certain mindset or lifestyle, uh, if you can sustain yourself, you're more uh, easily protected. I was just going to show uh, just this um, picture that also is tied to this topic of uh, food shortages as the um, drought that is happening in um, California, you know, one of the largest producers of produce and in the United States, um, oranges and all the different things. Uh, Lake Powell is a giant reservoir and it's being uh, pretty much dried up. And it's pretty interesting that, um, you know, there, there are things like this that are tied into this whole topic. Um, here's a, a short video that shows how the boat ramp uh, to Lake Powell in so far away from where the water line is it's it's quite quite oh my God, alarming they were driving on it they were they were driving so here's where the boat ramp was and <laughs> this way down here gives you an understanding of where the actual water line is and it's uh pretty crazy um just the discrepancy between those two um and you know just to wrap up that uh, particular segment, um, you know, it's it's all tied to this topic, right? <laughs> right. Every single government in the Western world in 2022, you know, holding the gun in one hand and the you know what in the other, saying "I love you" yeah. <laughs> and I want to put the gun to your head and force you into a certain system or uh, you know a certain mandate that 
really it, it does cause us to surrender our autonomy and what is the greatest motivator for people to give up freedoms it's either money losing their comforts money money is one uh it, but it's also people who they 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 are hungry they are in stress they're scared they don't know what's coming on the world and i see that these global food chain breakdowns are a telltale sign that very soon even more draconian measures are going to be enacted on the population because the first run that happened in 2020 2021 uh we were still a fairly stable uh civilization here in the western world at least um we had all of our uh, our comforts all of the foods that we liked we we were able to get gas cheaply we were able to do all these things still even though there were these fear-mongering tactics going out about uh some of the you know the 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 current medical you know issues that were going on at the time but what's you know a, a red flag to me is that as global food chi food chain supplies break down and all these people start to depend more on their government to either provide them food whether that's food to make them inoculated through what they consume or if it's just having to go into the big cities in order to still have something to eat because those who are in the suburbs won't have enough space to farm and grow animals and uh, it, it's all tied to a system of control that is very quickly coming onto mankind so th that was the the first little uh breakdown i wanted to share with you today jeremiah cool it kind of it kind of relates to what what we're going to talk about here in a little bit which is mk ultra and and the history of it and the mind control part of that it kind of relates where they were they're trying to brainwash the mass the masses into believing a certain thing ways that um the government and the systems at large have learned to manipulate people to uh cause them to think in a certain way and, and mk ultra is a great example of a very public conspiracy that was actually testified before congress and the cia admitted to doing this stuff and and so when we ask the question today how are they manipulating the population today and we know that things like that went on 50 years ago well those Imagine... who don't know history are doomed to repeat it you know what i mean exactly and and it's the it's the little things that they were trying and now they're doing it on a mass scale in my opinion yeah it, it's uh <laughs> It's pretty crazy, um, just some of the things that are going on. The predictive programming that is being implemented uh, worldwide to push either the the V mandates and the, the premise of the necessity to inoculate yourself with mRNA liquids to change your DNA, uh, whether it's um, these the the agendas that are tied to population control whether it's the agendas tied to food shortages and famine and and uh weather manipulation control that are all justified because oh you know the environment's changing we need to protect it and so they're seeding the skies with aluminum and and barium and they're uh, good old chemtrails chemtrailing it and and it's so funny to me that those have in the past been looked at as conspiracies. Um, but the, now they're known as the fact. Is, 
to a exactly. lot of people. Exactly. Conspiracy fact. I wanted to share uh, one interesting video. It's a current event that I believe is tied to this whole gene-altering agenda, uh, which partially veiled, I believe, is a eugenics program uh, tied to you know, stopping the population growth because just like the Georgia Guidestones, if they want our population to be maintained under 500 million, according to those stones at least, then they're going to need to stop uh, people from being able to breed and uh, to you know, be fruitful and multiply, right? And so mm -hmm. I wanted to share this interesting situation that happened. It's the Platinum Jubilee of the Queen of England <clears throat> this year recently happened. And this uh, meme that I saw on Facebook, and I I'm going to share the video with you guys, uh, is really interesting. And just to give you a preview of what will happen, it says, So a globe sits inside of a crown, and the, the queen walks up and activates a human symbolic double helix DNA strand that then leads all the way back to the tree of life and... Um, and I know this is tied to, you know, some of what we talked about last week in our episode one of Skiba News Nation. Uh, but let me share this video of the queen participating in this ceremony. And, and of course, uh, I don't know how culpable the queen is in any of these topics, but we definitely know that a lot of this symbology that is used is directly tied uh, unfortunately, to the agendas we're talking about here, and, and it's, uh, it's definitely you know, on purpose. Shortage, definitely on purpose. So let's let's watch this briefly and just see this strange pre-programming kind of metaphorical event that happened here. Nations globe. So this is one of those interesting scenes uh, as the queen activates the uh, the global representation of all nations, this little ball globe in a crown. To the she tree of life. A double, a double strand helix that goes all the way to a representation of what could be the tree of life. And just so interesting that all of the, uh, the pharmaceutical pushes and uh, advances in recent years is all about mRNA technology. Uh, I just showed in that meme from uh, about regarding food about how they're looking to start implementing mRNA technology in food even. And this is, of course, tied to the global food shortages because if they start making their own, they want to replace the good food, the organic, natural farmer uh, made, you know, home homegrown stuff with mRNA technology, whether it's, you know, animals that are you know, tainted, whether it's uh, vegetables and, and grains that are tainted with this mRNA technology that then will be absorbed into our bodies. 
why is it that this symbology that is happening at one of these global elitist events is tied to a symbology revolving around DNA? And, you know, this is all kind of speculation and, you know, alleging what this represents, but it is interesting to look at. Yeah, it's like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to all the people in power. Like, they're all kind of giving each other a little wink. Yeah, it. <laughs> you know, we saw this back in the 2012 Olympics. Even mm-hmm. we saw pre-programming regarding the medical industry and kind of what came eight years later with uh, you know a lot of the things that happen in hospitals. You know, we have all of these big events, whether it's the Goddard Tunnel uh, Expo, where uh, in in Europe there was a big tunnel and they had like basically a satanic ritual to dedicate the opening of this tunnel uh, representing the, the opening of uh, possibly like a bottomless pit type event. They had Satan demons running around and um, all this symbology, whether it's the, at the Olympics, whether it's at this event, the platinum Jubilee of the queen, they all are these prophetic foreshadows for the global elite in different fashions. They, they use symbology to kind of reveal to the world what they have in mind, what they have planned. And, um, and I had one last thing to share with you, uh, Jeremiah, maybe we can move on to your segment regarding MK ultra and, and, uh, some of the interesting historical ties to brain control, you know, you know, mind control. Um, but I wanted to share this, uh, clip with you and it is a, a very interesting scene, uh, that came about in 2016, uh, regarding uh you know some very interesting current event topics and it's from the x-files so let me share uh this with you and it's tied to what we've been talking about tad o'malley has been making claims claims about what you and everyone you know has a piece of dna in your genome put there without your knowing it by whom well that's the question of the day this is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Hold on, Agent Einstein. You're talking to a scientist. Uh, forgive me, Assistant Director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. You say they're tampering with our DNA, that they're able to shut down our immune systems by the addition of something to our DNA. Yes, but I don't know how exactly. Or how it's being triggered. I don't know that either. Or why it's happening now. What can we possibly do? We need to act quickly. You were right about that. Well, I was wrong about the science. I was wrong about what's causing it. Dead wrong, in fact. But it's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. A virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. We have to figure this out. What's wrong with the science? Okay. The Spartan virus removes the adenosine deaminase gene from your DNA. Removes the ADA gene and your immune system will simply vanish. Yeah, but I'm not getting sick. It's only a matter of time. Okay, so how does it work? How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly, but in this instance used as a weapon. The ultimate weapon. The ability to depopulate the planet. 
to kill everyone but the chosen by tampering with their DNA. Through gene editing. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Our own government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine. A government hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent or cruel or efficient, by severe drought brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves in a state of perpetual war. They're literally calling out exactly what we've been talking about during the show, man. Like, I, word, exactly. word, Let's, uh, I, I just wanted to pause that because, you know, we want to kind of comment throughout this so we're not playing through the whole thing. But, you know, man, just so mind-boggling. They're, they're giving us the game plan. Um, and, you know, the Tuskegee experiment and all those things and, and the wars, you know, the war in Ukraine right now, it's all following pretty much and the drought. playbook line by line by line. Man, all right, let's keep watching. To create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act which abridged the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. What will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia. An invasion of the U.S. The Russians tried it in 47. All right, word so, word. man, I, and, and I just want to make this comment here that the the statements that they made on the X-Files video we just watched at the end of the clip where they're like, it'll probably happen on a Friday and, and the, you know, they'll shut down digital money and, and they, there's going to be a strategic explosion of an EMP to shut down the grid. Well, while that could happen, I also believe statements like that uh, are also used to possibly veil or discredit the truth that was already spoken in the beginning of this video right right so whether that happens or not that doesn't take away from the fact that some of the conspiracies that they brought up in this x-files video are actual factual things that governments are doing to their people and you know the alarming aspect of the you know the video talking about how 
you know, they're implementing mRNA talk technology to change people's immune systems to kind of cull the world population. It's a, it's a very alarming uh, series of information that's shared in just this, you know, uh, conspiracy minded in TV series. And uh, I wanted to share that with you because it goes right along with what we're seeing here literally in year 2022. And this was published, what, seven, eight years ago. Yep. And it's like they're predicting the whole future of what we're experiencing now. But back then, right out in the open, just like they like it. Exactly. And, and, and the final thing I wanted to share uh, in regards to, uh, you know, what we're talking about um, is just a verse, uh, just to remind people that this is all even pre-programmed in terms of a good way. It was warned, uh, you know, we were warned as people uh, by the Messiah himself. And it says uh, in Matthew 24, 6, And ye shall hear wars and rumors of wars, see that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. But these are just the beginning of sorrows. And then they see we see that people will be delivered up to be afflicted, and some shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And so during this time period, as the world breaks down and the global supply chain breaks down and all these agendas are rolled out by those who have a great love of money and they recognized how profitable these enterprises are, uh, right now we're going through some of these tough things, but it's important to not be fearful because that's the, the inverse reaction to looking out in the world stage and seeing these terrible uh, agendas that are being implemented it can neuter you. It can cause you to not be able to move forward in your life, in your present moment. I just want to encourage people that, you know, if you are building a family, you're building a community, you're building a garden, you're building uh, provisions for these tough times, then that's what we should be focusing on, not just all the terrible bad things, because uh, really, this is a time to level up for mankind. It's a time to level up. And those people who are buying the lie, as another scripture talks about in Second Thessalonians, those who didn't have a love for the truth, uh, you know, they, they bought the lie so that they were damned pretty much. And, yeah. and that's what we're seeing with people that buy these agendas, that buy into the medical industry and, and the deceptions that the pharmaceutical companies are putting out uh, in justification of their agendas and, and their, you know, science, quote unquote, this is the time for us to kind of, as a collective group of mankind, be those one. who are waking up to say, say that again, be one body and all fight yes, for the same to, thing to come together as a community and, and community family is strength is wealth. And that's how we can survive and, and band together during these tough times when they shut down the food lines and, and, and they, they shut down all these comforts that we're so used to. This is more of a time than ever to then build a, a good and healthy community, which is what we should have always had. But because of our culture, because of our, our, our comforts uh, in the modern world, we've had heritage, we've had identity robbed from us. And that's why... Now's the time to level up. 
and it, it, it's a great time as we see the world falling apart around us. Uh, time to you know put on the big boy pants and and and, and strengthen ourselves to to not be fearful, to not give in to the agendas, to stand up for what we believe in. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pass it back over to you, Jeremiah. I know I've been talking a little bit. I, I get I excited about it. these topics. I couldn't have put it better myself. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and go into the history of like MK Ultra, what they've already been doing to us. So, what do you think about when I say the word or the name Charles Manson? What comes to your mind? So, you know, in the, in the small amount that I've learned over the years, just a a, a, a crazy guy. Uh, uh, a musician that had a group of people that followed his beck and call. Um, you know, it was during the hippie hippie era, right? So mm -hmm. um, I know there were some murders associated with his group, and then he was put into jail. Uh, even though I don't think he was even at those murders, he was still like well, that's what we're going to get into, group, right? That's exactly what we're going to get into. Yeah, you're right. All right, so let's play the history clip. All right, when most people think of Charles Manson, they think of a serial killer or a crazy guy. Tell me what you think about this video. ...is reminiscent of a weird religious rite. Five persons, including actress Sharon Tate, were found dead at the home of Miss Tate and her husband, screen director Roman Polianski. ...were damaged by the CIA. Tell their stories publicly for the first time. They believe they were part of a CIA project called MK Ultra. Here's a flashback that no one really expected. Imagine your mother on an acid trip. I'm talking June Cleaver on LSD. Everything is in color and, and I can feel the air. I can, I can see it. I can see all the molecules. There's a revolution. We'll be here. When do you expect this revolution? Did you expect this verdict? The revolution. What do you mean by a revolution? A bloody revolution. Are you saying? I question you're him, right? huh? Are you saying? Saying? Yes. That's relative. Manson and his killer cult, the JFK assassination, MK Ultra, Jack Ruby, LSD, and other CIA projects. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people, then I would have felt better. Then when I felt like I really offered society something. Like most people in his profile, Charlie didn't have a great childhood. He had an absent father and had a mother that was in and out of prison. Manson never had a stable home and spent a lot of his time getting into trouble. Charlie Manson was basically just sort of a two-bit criminal who had spent most of his life inside the system. When he was released about age 32 and 67, all federal institutions too, which was interesting. This was one of the first strange things about the Manson story. The amount of times he broke parole, got into trouble, should have landed him many more years in prison. Yet, for some reason, he kept getting out. And they allowed Charles Manson over and over and over again to get out of jail. A real turning point in my reporting was after I got access to Manson's parole file, this record, a pretty substantial record, 
I took it to someone named Louis Wachneck, who was a retired judge. I brought the documents to him. We laid them all out, and he's looking at all the documents, and he's seeing this pattern of catch, release, catch, release, and he's going, he should have gone back the first time. They wanted him out. He said he, that he was more important to somebody out than in. On this time where Charlie created the family, he used his charm to gather a group, mostly of young women who were seen as free-spirited hippies and a few men who idolized his so-called forward thinking. He was like Christ and he had the answers. The original story goes that Manson believed that there was going to be a race war. And he wanted to incite this race war because he had convinced his followers that through messages he received from the Beatles' White Album, from their lyrics, from biblical uh, Old Testament prophecies, that um, he had been told that he was going to be the savior of the world. And once a race war started, he would hide his family in a bottomless pit in the desert. And when the race war ended with the blacks winning, the blacks would be framed for, for murders. The Manson family would emerge and repopulate the planet with their perfect op offspring and dominate. <laughs> so what do you think of that? Oh, man. Yeah, it looks to me like there are some interesting government influences on that group. Uh, just... Man, it's so crazy uh, to see years later how some of the things that that group ended up doing, which was going and murdering people, seem to be kind of what's also happening on the worldwide stage with school shootings and, well, and you know, that's people what that I was going to discuss. It goes all the way back to mental illness. And early in his life, he was paroled so many times. He was in and out of jail, in and out of jail for doing crazy things. Why was he so easy to put on parole? Why was he out on the streets when that was able to happen? There's a lot of evidence that says, you know, he knew a lot more than people give him credit for. They just call him a crazy guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a great cop out because uh, they can call somebody crazy and it discredits them if they do start to speak up about any CIA influences or or whatever it might have led them to commit the atrocities or to convince people to commit atrocities uh calling somebody crazy automatically can discredit them because if they are speaking the truth and yep. they're saying oh yeah i had a handler then uh then oh look they're crazy they're lying they're making it up it's all in their head which is but funny is it, because right? now it's they're trying to say that people that have a different theory or a conspiracy theory are crazy so they're trying to make us seem like charles manson i'm not that doesn't make sense to me we're not killing people right the word crazy exactly. is way overused yeah it's, a, it's like that that meme i showed in our first episode where uh jesus is a called an extremist right if social media in jesus time local carpenter with extremist views it, it continues to spread disinformation deemed harmful right Right, and so it, it's like the the term conspiracy in itself is a conspiracy theory. Yep, uh, it was a term coined by the CIA, right, to to discredit people that were calling them out on the weird things that they were doing back in the sixties, seventies, eighties. And where does it start? All the way to now, right? In your mind, where does that conspiracy theory word or the term conspiracy theory come from? Because that's what we're going to discuss in episode three, 
where me and my girlfriend will actually go to downtown Dallas where JFK was shot and show the, the sites for everybody that's never been here to Dallas. And it, and it has a lot to do with what we're talking about today. That's where it all started. Yeah. I, I think it all starts, uh, for me, uh, the, the people that founded the CIA, the people that run the governments are the monetary system powers, right? The, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. Mm. And, uh, I, I, uh, um, there's a interesting book that perhaps we can talk about in the next show tied to JFK and, and one of the reasons that he might have been killed, and it's the, uh, I, I don't know if you're familiar, but I was reminded by uh, this app that I'm on, it's the Vertaria Times app, and it's somebody sharing about the Creature from Jekyll Island book. Hmm. And this book, uh, it talks about the the monetary systems that have been in place to kind of, you know, push the federal reserve system and, and the international banking systems. And these are the people that I believe are kind of manipulating on a ground level, these, uh, uh, these, these brainwashed psychotic people that are either offing people that are a challenge to the system, uh, I know with JFK, you know, he was shot because he was one of the people willing to challenge this Federal Reserve banking system that removed the U.S. from the reserve, you know, from the uh, gold-backed dollar, and he wanted to put it back onto a, a backed monetary system. And this is the same thing that got Abraham Lincoln shot, man. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, and they all have parallels. Lincoln and Kennedy and all of it has to do with each other. And that's what we're going to connect in the next episode is JFK and this Charles Manson MKUltra theory that, that I have. And I, I have another question for you. Did you know that Charles Manson was a beach boy? What? What if I can no. prove that to you? through this next video I'm about to play you. Pretty girl. So this is Charles Manson pretty, pretty girl. This is called Cease to Exist. This is on his album. Cease to Exist. Produced. Just come and say you love me. Give up your work. Come on, you can't be. This is Brian Wilson, the brother of Dennis, staying in bed for four years in the early 70s. As talented as Brian is, as much as I admire him, I really don't think he likes to be in the limelight. I don't think so at all. I just don't think so. I think now, at this point in his life, he'll probably do anything to stay out of it. Dennis, however, loved the limelight. He was a natural ham, just wanting to please people off stage as well as on. Hi. My name is Dennis Wilson. I make rock and roll records. There was a magnetism about him, charisma. He was unpretentious, charming, and had a heart of gold. From all accounts, Dennis was very gentle and unpretentious. 
but he was also defiant and undisciplined, constantly hunting for pleasure but never finding happiness. His weaknesses set him up for a friendship with Charles Manson, who touted the virtues of free love and drugs. Soon, the Manson family was living in Dennis's Beverly Hills mansion. Here's Charles Manson and Dennis Wilson. Dennis was at that point intrigued by um, the lifestyle of many women around him. Free love was psychedelics. It was, um, you know, we were all new to it. It left us incredibly vulnerable. And then it ultimately scared the hell out of him. Soon, even Dennis would see that Manson was dangerous and threw him out a year before the Tate LaBianca murder. Now I must say, I'm a Beach Boys fan. I'm a big fan of their music. But their album is called 2020, people. What does 2020 and Helter Skelter, AKA the Race War, have to do with each other? Does it sound familiar? Did Charles Manson have inside knowledge on what the government was planning to do in this day and age with the media? Or maybe I'm just crazy. The third precinct of the Minneapolis Police Department, on fire. Nearby businesses ablaze. This is how the night of May 28th unfolded. George Floyd's arrest and death in police custody on Monday set off protests in the Twin Cities. The protesters are demanding that criminal charges be brought against the officers involved. Put their fists up! Yeah! We all here! All lives matter! When that didn't happen on Thursday, some demonstrators escalated their tactics. <laughs> while others tried to keep the peace. So what do you think of that? What a great connection to like, even what we were talking about earlier on in the show with pre-programming and, and how, oh man, like just the fact that their album is called 2020. And that's when we saw like literally a, a, a complete breakdown between Oh man, just so such a great connection there, man. That well, is so interesting. I got even one more thing that's crazy. So the brains behind the Beach Boys was one of the brothers named Brian Wilson, who was normal. He was the smartest guy, wrote all the music, did LSD, which is what they used on MK Ultra, and he went crazy. And now he's in the body of an adult, but his mind is a child, but he's still a genius. But it's like he just turned into a kid again. It's kind of weird how it all relates to, to MK Ultra with Charles Manson predicting 2020, almost like a cry for help. Like, this is what's going to happen. And then it went terribly wrong. I'm not sticking up for Charles Manson. He's crazy. But I'm saying he had a lot more knowledge than I think people give him credit for. Wow. And it kind of makes me wonder how much of through his pre-programming and training, if, if he went through MK ultra, 
were certain agendas that the the elite or the powers that be that wanted to kind of push onto the stream of mankind, how much they kind of let them be privy to that agenda in advance. So like whenever he was training him to uh, speak the way he spoke and to kind of swoon the masses or the, at least with Charles Manson case, the people that followed him around and kind of did his bidding, he had a lot of things that he convinced people were, were these truths. And perhaps he was just parroting information that he got from his handler. Exactly. And <clears throat> th th there's a lot of evidence to show that. And I think it's crazy that the government seems to have just been done with them after they got what they wanted out of them. And then they lock them up in solitary confinement no contact with other human beings until a news crew comes and then he goes crazy and starts saying the weirdest craziest stuff you've ever heard and it makes him seem even more crazy but that's what the that's what it will do to you if you're in solitary confinement you're all by yourself you don't have contact with anybody so it just it kind of clicks and makes sense in my mind but i've known about this i created this 2020 theory once I found out in 2019 that the Beach Boys you know were friends with Charles Manson and they actually recorded one of his songs and I know uh Charles Manson nah, Charles Manson actually threatened Dennis Wilson because he said if you change the words to my song that he would kill him so he threatened to kill Dennis Wilson for changing the words to a song because it was called Cease to Exist, which is dark. And Dennis changed it to Never Learn Not to Love. And that's when he stopped being friends with him, allegedly. So. Wow. It, it, whenever I look at the, the changes in the population and, and just the, the ethics and morality of the generation that came from the sixties and seventies and, and Manson's generation, right? The free love hippie spirit, uh, really, it, it makes me think about how, uh, government, which, you know, the powers that be, they want complete control. They want totalitarian government. They want people so beholden to the system that they can tell you what to eat, drink, when to sleep, where to go, you know, what to do what you can buy and sell, all of that. They want to have that level of control. And a moral society does not need as much governance as an immoral society. And so part of the breakdown, the degradation of society was introducing a lot of these concepts that came from the free love generation, which was the premise that, you know, just, just do whatever you want. You know, everything is relevant. Everything is just pretty much, you know, a breakdown of the family unit, you know, a, a degradation of the, the, the understanding of what, uh, like <clears throat> relationships should be, you know, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> whenever you see that a population moves into an immoral state, they require more governance because whenever everybody's just going ballistic and going crazy, then the government can then justify more totalitarian control because the population is lawless. And this is a transition from the generation that came after World War II, uh, for the most part, was a very, you know, moral family. You know, you had the Beaver Cleaver style family units, and, and that was very important for the growth of a society. You know, you, you need, you know, a strong family unit and, and people being fruitful and multiplying um, with good, you know, strong father figures and mother figures in the home. 
But as these different agendas were were put into place by these people that were under the MK Ultra system, like the the hippie generation that followed Manson, but also other very well known kind of free love uh, pioneers, you know, it kind of led us into the state of being that we find ourselves here in 2022, right? Where everything now is subjective. Morality is subjective. And this is mind boggling to see some of that mind control and, and how these guys that were promoting some of that ideology back then are, are, were used to kind of bring us as a, a culture at large to where we're at now. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing about 2022, the year, is that's when you know they were tearing down statues and trying to cancel us and cancel culture started in 2020 and what happens if you don't know what history is you're doomed to repeat it you're going to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it so when they cancel whatever happened in the past i mean we're just going to redo it humanity is just going to repeat the same things that old generations were meant to teach current generations. And we lost that or we're starting to. And that's what's cool about this show is we can remind you. It's it just so important. Like those who don't remember history are doomed to repeat it. But unfortunately, I, I saw this one meme some one time, and it's those who do know history are forced to watch those who don't know it go through it, and they have to look on in horror as the people who are unaware continue down the bad path, right? And and uh, I, I wanted to share this, is that we've seen all of these divisions based on various topics in the past seven, eight years, um, massive divisions in the population um, and of course, division is a way of control. Yep. So a house divided against itself can't prosper, right? So when they divide all these groups of people based on race, based on politics, based on pro-life, pro-choice, based on vax, no vax, mask, no mask, uh, whether it's uh, supporting wars in Ukraine or not, whether it's supporting withdrawing from Iraq, Afghanistan or not, whether it's uh, pro-president, pro anti you know trump you know whether it's all of these topics people are being divided and and i believe um as i've seen over the past few years many truther communities starting to band together I, i've seen uh, you know I, i've helped do a lot of live streams of conferences and and seeing a lot of these groups growing in a, in a fantastic way because people are seeing that this is the time more than ever to gr grow together with other like-minded individuals. And I believe as we see the world being divided, that, um, you know, it's a sign of the harvest, you know, uh, you know, those who love the good, the, the, the true, the beautiful, they're grouping together. This is a sign of the harvest. And, and it's in relation to some scriptures that say the, you know, in Matthew 13, 30, it says, uh, in relation to the wheat and the tares, let both grow together until the harvest, and in the time of the harvest, I'll say to the reapers, gather first the tares and bind them into bundles. You know, gr groups of people, this is the analogy, bind them into bundles and, um, and to burn them, but gather the wheat into the barn. This is an, a metaphor, an analogy of the world is being divided by many deceptions. And, and I believe that each of our reckonings or each of our kind of 
of the, the tough time that we are going to face is based on the groups we find ourselves surrounded with. So if, if you've passed the deception tests, if you weren't buying into the race rioting wars and the BLM topic, if you didn't buy into the mandates, if you didn't buy into this deception or that deception, then you're going to find yourself grouped with a people that are, are more likely to have an, a, a, a more protected, blessed, easier time in the, in the degradation of society as the, you know, the, 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 the world collapses around us, that those people that you find grouping that you're grouped with are going to be partly, partially your judgment uh, for either buying the lie or loving the truth. Right. And so um, <clears throat> that's why it's so important to recognize that, you know, there are people right now that are blinded to what's going on and that didn't, they didn't have a love for the truth, but there's still time. And that's why I feel like we're doing shows like this, right? There's still time to snatch them from the fire and warn them of the craziness that's coming on the world, these deceptions. Um, and it all goes back to these agendas, like uh, these things that were implemented way back in the fifties and sixties, like, uh, you know, these mind control programs that started a lot of the, the revolutions then. Mm -hmm. And, and these all are tied to what we see manifesting in the world today. Right. Um, I think so anyways, the left it, it's is, is the modern day Manson family. They're, they're all brainwashed, right? It's, it's, it's like looking at these groups uh, you have the left, the right, you know, and I think the, the answer that, you know, I've come to personally is that um, it's the Hegelian dialectic, right? It's the, the problem and the solution. And unfortunately, I also think there's a slippery slope into even categorizing ourselves um, as left or right, because even the right is pushing chop that terrible out. agendas. We'll take out that last part. Oh, the... <laughs> my, my mom was going, no, don't do it. Oh, keep laying it out, man. Like what, what else do you think, uh, in, in relation to the Manson topic that we can see is kind of influencing even things today. Like I know there's, you know, some terrible, you know, shoot, you know, school shooters and, and things that have been happening recently. And this really does remind me of these Manson's topic stories like were these guys just the modern version of the mk ultra program manifesting in its own way well, uh, that's, what do you think my girlfriend helped me come up with this uh history part and we put together these people that were under mk ultra were mentally ill and just like the people of today the mass shooters the all the way from charles whitman from ut which Opa, he was at, he saw it happen all the way till now to this Uvalde shooting and, and more since then. But I think it all has to do with mental illness. And instead of trying to do all these tests or all these different things, they should take a look more into the mental illness as a whole and not use them to their benefit. This could be tied to all sorts of different topics that we're dealing with here in 2022. Uh, you know, mental illness is 
uh, often I think it's once again tied to a pharmaceutical company's love of money, right? Right. If they convince everybody to think crazily, then they're more apt to then be taking their expensive prescription drug medications and to be going through hormone therapies and to be doing all this stuff. Like illness doesn't just stop with mass shootings. It, it transfers over to topics like transgenderism and body dysmorphia and maybe talk about some of those connections jeremiah like what do you like it doesn't just stop with the brainwashing in regards to you know terrible uh you know i mean like look at glenn maxwell i mean she was i think she was brainwashed into bringing all those kids to epstein island you know what i mean and uh i know project climax do you know anything about that Oh, I'm not familiar. It's about sleeping with the enemy in so many words or in so little words. Oh, and transgender uh, is, is, is like you said, it's being taught. It's being brainwashed into people's minds. They're, they're trying to make it seem okay. And, and they're just so lenient with the laws and investigations. You know what I mean? They're not looking into the, the, the right things they're creating it. They're breeding it. They're making it worse. While it's it's important to recognize that uh, that Elon Musk, for example, is kind of coddling to the conservative population right now. Um, at, he's done some interesting stuff with buying Twitter in terms of free speech, but you also have him pushing deceptive agendas, like you know whether his atheistic, anti-God positions or you know pushing the space deception there's some interesting things that he recently shared tied to what to, you just mentioned which is he uh he shared this meme that's interesting it says the only thing more remarkable than the doj not leaking the list is that no one in the media cares doesn't that even seem odd and he says things i'll never see in my life a dragon a dinosaur a unicorn or the epstein maxwell client list and i can agree with this meme yeah the uh, little black book why has that not come out like they had the johnny depp trial on but when yeah. Ghislaine maxwell was on trial we never heard anything about it still haven't heard anything about it why they're they're keeping the truth from us man how, how many clintons are on that list <laughs> exactly yeah i mean we know there's the flight log list, right? Who traveled yep. to that island. Um, and we know there, there are some regular visitors that are way up there in our political rankings. Um, and it's just so troubling. Like, it almost makes me look at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial as such a red herring. Like, oh, look over here. Look over here. Look at the movie Don't stars. Look at the movie stars. Yeah, and and such a a... a publicized public drama just it's so sad that that is what's live streamed and everybody's eating up on their phones and everybody's talking about and yet the 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 trial that has to do with uh children being sold into as sex slaves and just terrible topics like that this is what's covered up this is what's hidden this is what's not published by the department of justice it makes me wonder really are they really enacting justice? Are they really uh, promoting the, you know, the 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 righteous judgment that they supposedly are supposed to be enacting, right? Or are they 
um, just completely, completely beholden to the people that are probably on the list that they're not releasing. It, it's just crazy, man. It's totally crazy. I totally agree with you. It's 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 a crazy world. There's that word again, crazy. I think it's all sick. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I did watch the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, and I I thought it was amusing, but at the same time, I was also, excuse my language, but pissed off that they didn't cover this Glenn Maxwell thing, just like you said. They they yeah, I... over publicized the Johnny Depp thing, even though I think he did a lot for men and the Me Too movement, reverse of the Me Too movement in believe all women because we can't believe all women even the liars doesn't make sense to me yeah yeah and you know i i of course also saw a lot of those feeds you know like amber turd through. yeah man i i thought those scenes with uh jason momoa coming <laughs> mm -hmm. on as a a professional witness or whatever those were hilarious but it makes me ask the question what is the agenda what is the what are they covering uh, up? You know, what's the hook that they're yep. trying to get the population to be thinking a certain way with all of this publicity given to this particular trial? And um, and I know that uh, several years ago, there was a uh, uh, somebody who was intimately tied with uh, Johnny Depp's circle of friends uh, who came and did an interview with my former employers uh, uh, and, and came and, and – kind of shared some really interesting topics of Johnny Depp's involvement in the occult. And, mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it's interesting that perhaps somebody who's being parroted as an angel in white, right? Johnny Depp triumphing over this deception, this defamation is almost a way to bring credibility and uh, to bring kind of trust and, and fondness of the population to somebody who secretly could be involved in occultic practices or, or, or things like that. And, and, you know, this is all just speculation, of course. So um, it's, it's just interesting. And, and it makes me wonder what is the agenda? Could that be part of the agenda of publicizing that trial so much getting, getting, uh, you know, of course, you know, you're right that there was a slippery slope uh, in recent years with the me too movement and the way that um, people had their lives destroyed by uh, people that claimed uh, wrongfulness in relationships or, or abuse in well, the went workplace. From that, from a stand-up comedian saying the wrong thing and getting put in prison, like like what happened in Canada. Forget the the comedian's name, but he went to jail, and it all started after that Me Too movement. It's just yeah. craziness. It seems to me like there are these agendas that are pushed out that are so mind-boggling nutso, right? Um, and and that while there are situations where abuse does happen and, and women should speak up about truthful situations, it also opens the door where guilty until proven innocent is the case. And it destroys people's lives in, in the situation of the liberal left uh, where they follow the, the guidebook for convincing somebody of your position the the liberals handbook right which is lie shout a lie so loud until somebody believes it and and that's the dangerous route on that far end of the spectrum but 
then on the other end of the spectrum, there's always the problem that in a lot of agendas, sometimes part of the agenda is the far swing to the other side is what they wanted all along. So an example of what we talked about in last week's episode, Jeremiah, how uh, we talked about how it's so you know tragic that um, the, the police weren't willing to go in and save the kids at that school shooting and, and, and how terrible the police were in this situation and, and how it's so sad that, you know, there wasn't people there to protect. And I know Trump came out talking about how money that was used to fund Ukraine could have been used to put police into schools. But I think the far end of the, the flip over of that, that agenda that's being pushed of the gun control agenda is the militarization of schools. And, and that would be also probably not good. I mean, it's, no, I mean, it's somebody could go crazy. What if one of those militants at the school did the exact same thing that the shooter did, but they just have more, you know, more ends with the school. It would be even yeah, worse. I, I, I mean, or the agenda of if there ever is a, a system that requires for children or a system that requires uh, obedience to the government's mandates or orders, if your children are plugged into a system that is draconianly ruled, in a, like a, it's a military camp, it can bounce back and forth between these, these different extremes. And I think it's always the middle, you know, the, the narrow path that's the right way, right? Is being able to protect our children, not taking away guns, because that's how we can protect ourselves from these shooters. But... At the same time, is the agenda turning schools into military camps so that agendas can be even more enforced? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, I, I, com I completely agree with you. You couldn't be more right. So do you have some more memes for us? Yeah. Uh, well, well let's, play the... our, uh, let's play our meme review. How about that? Roll the clip. relief right there that's my oh, cat right man. there his that's name awesome. is charlie <laughs> um, comic relief if you will this month is of course the uh agenda month of pushing uh lgbtq pride and um it's interesting to me that there are funny things like this going on <laughs> which uh you know it's a burger king uh pride <laughs> campaign where they are swapping out the buns of their Whoppers and sandwiches, uh, just showing how much they are bowing to the beast system's agendas regarding the LGBTQ topic. And, um, you know, it's just like things like this just show how much these companies want to play ball with these very vocal minority groups. And, uh, and here is a, another uh, fascinating meme uh, that just strikes me as really funny. Uh, this is the Royal Dutch Airlines uh, <laughs> promoting the LGBTQ topic. And it says, it doesn't matter who you click with. Happy Pride, Amsterdam. But if you I'm look offended closely... by that one because <laughs> the only one on there that will make sense is the straight one. And when is our month? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could say that traditional male female relationships are should be year-round and i don't think that there should be a month uh, for pride month 
But right. when you look at this, what you would how die. does this thing work? Yeah. If you, <laughs> oh man, it, it's just hilarious that this is how they promote uh, the LGBTQ stuff because in all of these circumstances, in circumstance one, circumstance two, you would go flying through your window or in a car or you'd you'd die a horrible death in an airplane crash but the only one that would actually protect your life is, is option uh, number three know, option, option number three right and uh, you know it's just like oh, man it's so crazy how the world is and back during uh president uh clinton's uh reign as as uh you know, he was the first president in, back in the years 1999 and 2000 who instituted uh, Pride Month. Um, and then from 2009 to 2016, each year in, in office, President Barack Obama uh, implemented Pride Month. And, and so you see how kind of beholden to this ideology that these administrations were. And of course, now we have Biden who is continuing on this process. I, I don't remember, uh, you know, back at least during certain administrations and 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 i know also trump unfortunately kind of gave into this uh topic but you know the, the the significance of this is that these people are trying to steal the kingdom of heaven from the the population they're trying to steal uh you know uh, an ability to be um close with the most high by promoting sodomy promoting sin you know it's and First Corinthians six nine, know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Either fornicators or idolaters or adulterers or effeminate or abusers of themselves of mankind will inherit kingdom of heaven. Right, and this is a serious topic, and 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 it's that they're pushing this agenda as oh, let's be prideful for the fact that you're rejecting this opportunity to uh, live a life of life. As that meme showed, you know, you had the the two seatbelts that led to death, right? Right. <laughs> and then you have the the seatbelt that would provide life. It's and people just, would rather it, the way pick that, death. Exactly. And, and it's in all uh, civilizations throughout history, any great empires, such as the Roman Empire, mm -hmm. um, whenever they degraded into sexual immorality, they degraded into deviancy, you know, sodomy and, and, and pedophilia and stuff, that's usually almost consistently followed by the very destruction of that empire. By when the, the, the sexual morality of a society is degraded, that populace, that country, that nation, that empire very quickly falls. Um, because you have uh, groups that uh, are more based, more moral, uh, then take over a population that can't reproduce, a population that is effeminate and weak. They are then open to conquering by more uh, possibly violent but based civilizations that have large families, have a, a way to grow their population versus completely neutering a population by practicing same-sex relationships which equals uh you know no children and already you know it, this is tied to another topic that is that the the nece necessary population growth growth rate to support any any system uh, uh, any nation is 2.2 babies you have to have at least 2.2 kids to just carry a flat line of 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 uh, population.
Like an even but population. Our exactly. Our, our population numbers are, at least here, are um, just, they're dwindling drastically. And it's all tied to the agendas that are being pushed by the powers that be, right? And one of the agendas to make the population dwindle is this agenda. June is almost here, right? And then all of these companies you know in a whirlwind of supporting this uh pretty much degradation of moral values because they've dissociated uh morality with sexuality and um and and they don't realize that the reason that this is a topic that for example the scriptures talk about is you know if if the god of creation is the god of the living and and he gives us his commandments he gives us his ways of living life to of righteousness as almost a a computer code and if we're the program and and we follow the rules then it leads to a prosperous life it's the blessings and curses mentioned in deuteronomy 28 but whenever we in error kind of deviate from these commandments one of which being you know don't sleep with a man like you do with you know a woman right or this premise is what deviates us from the code of creation the the code of a program that will function and run and do its proper uh, uh processes but as society these codes that are in error whether it's the transgender agenda whether it's the lgbtq push uh, during pride month all of these things are a degradation of of the the code that was intended for mankind in order to bear the fruit of life, right? To, to, to go down a path that would be prosperous. And whenever we see these agendas being pushed, we can see that the powers that be, they are promoting death. They are promoting mm -hmm. a, a twisting of, of, uh, of truth. And, and, and this is no surprise uh, because there's even this premise that is mentioned in, in Isaiah 520 and it says woe to them that call evil good and good evil and put darkness for light and light for darkness but bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter and and this is the premise that we're seeing today's world enter into as as conservative voices just like you jeremiah just like uh you know people that are being censored all across the internet uh voices of reason voices of truth are being censored we're literally seeing this play out before our eyes where what is good is being called evil and what is evil is being published and promoted and and banners are sweeping across the nation just like i showed that whirlwind right or like you at know, the bottom is... of every tv channel it's now rainbow yes and on disney yes, plus it... like i was telling you earlier today the there were so many pride things that were on disney plus and it made us sick like it was uh, it's okay to be transgender. They had a whole cartoon about my gay cat or something. I forget the name of it, but it, it was like so many things. And they're trying to brainwash our youth, like MK Ultra. It all goes full circle, right? Yeah, and and unfortunately, that minority is the only minority that has to recruit, right? Mm -hmm. Because the ideology that you're born with that propensity that somebody is born and is made by God to love the same gender is a deception because it's oftentimes uh, a, a propensity that is arises from 
abuse in childhood. It's a, it comes from grooming of older generation of that populace, coddling the children to then become uh, this or that. And and just like you said, you know, Disney, right? Honors Pride Month. Well, well, parents, guess what? Now is the time to look at the highlighted videos that they want you to watch that are all designated as promotional pieces for this particular agenda. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a really great time to write down what cartoons, what movies, what TV shows are all designed to promote this ideology and to push this on the younger generation, generation as a choice um, uh, because really it's the only minority group that must uh, – promote and evangelize their sexuality in order to grow a crop of more lbtq people because oh man just it's it's so i will be honest here i'm i've always been a huge fan of disney and when they made this move it really made me mad like i grew up with peter pan and now it has a little subtitle that says you know warning this may offend somebody but yet these new movies it doesn't have a little title that says this may offend some people right it's kind of kind of strange to me why is why is peter pan not okay and all those other movies that were made in the 50s now rape culture or you know they they blame it on racism or whatever it is and then now this is acceptable they were all rated pg or g it just blows my mind i don't know about you yeah it's it's all tied to the subjective morality topic is is whenever you have a break away from traditional biblical values traditional morality based on like the 10 commandments right and you kind of lead into subjective morality which is all tied to the video game hologram theory mindset right that nothing really matters that we are just these organisms on a rock spinning through space, you know, at 666,000 miles an hour, you know, through an infinite void. And, and it's all meaningless. It's all purposeless that it completely neuters the case for uh, morality. And, and what it does is it, it inserts that code that is an error that causes the program to dysfunction. And part of the dysfunctioning uh, that the elites want applied to our populace is a smaller population they want less of us and of course they're going to push this agenda of of you know lgbtq and same-sex relationships because they don't want more babies and you can't get a baby from <laughs> from you know same-sex relationships so um another uh, i don't know if i shared this yet jeremiah did you see did i share the uh the carrot card day uh event that came out on youtube yet uh, I don't think you've shared it yet. No. Let's see it. Meme me up, as I said in the first one. Oh, man. So I, I read that verse in, in 1 Corinthians. Um, uh, but it, it's also these agendas that are being pushed, which is modern-day witchcraft, right? So they're right now promoting the ability to get interactive tarot card readings. Uh, it And it's just crazy um, uh, how they're, they're promoting these type things. And this is just recent that YouTube has created an interactive tarot card reading, which is based on witchcraft. And, 
based on uh, people communicating with spirits. And yeah. I've come to the position that the spirits of the undead or the spirits that are communicated with during these uh, particular fortune telling events, they're, they're demonic. They're communicating with demons. But man, I, I like... Check this out. It says YouTube launches a custom tarot card experience featuring various platform stars. And this is what YouTube oh is promoting. God. This is what YouTube and, and these cards, oftentimes the tarot cards remind me of the Illuminati, Illuminati playing cards. Um, this is significant. It says the tarot community on YouTube has grown significantly over the past few years. In fact, last year, videos with in the title were viewed more than 250 million times in the U.S. And to celebrate the tarot card community, we partner with some of your favorite creators and artists to bring you a personalized tarot card experience. And, uh, oh, man, it's just like whenever you look, um, this is just now recently published by YouTube. And it says tarot.withyoutube. And I don't suggest, you know, people go and do this. I'm just using this as a... a an example visually or a warning, of, and, uh, you know, this is a warning is this is what is luring people in to practice the opposite of what, you know, we should be practicing in my opinion. You know, they're, they're, now, they're, are these influencers? Is that who these people are? These, yes. These are tarot card influencers who are practicing witchcraft basically and uh, and and it's being so promoted by like these really big companies, these tr these diversions from uh, biblical morality, right? They're they're promoting witchcraft, they're promoting sodomy, they're promoting uh, you know the the killing of babies. You know, yep. they're all of these things are just so mind-boggling, man. And um, and so just I want to let people be aware of that that you know we really are entering into the time where what's good is called evil and what's evil is called good and so we gotta we gotta come to an understanding of what do you believe and why do you believe it are you going to stand on your values as the world now paints you as the enemy because you don't you know cuck to the system as you don't coddle the beast yeah it's crazy i mean the fact that I don't know if you want to tell our audience, we could always cut this out, but what happened after we hit 12,000 views? Somebody didn't like it. Yeah. And they put us right at there and they, they wouldn't let us go above it or whatever, but they promote this stuff. It's, it's kind of weird. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. We can tell the audience that, uh, our first episode actually did uh, fantastic. Well, in the first 14 hours, it went viral. It was uh, on trajectory to hitting several hundred thousand views within the first week. But in 14 hours, it hit 12,000 views and hit a complete stopping point and went sideways because somebody turned the spigot off at YouTube headquarters or, or whoever controls the analytics. And it just all the more shows that when people speak against these agendas, even if it's our own opinions, even if it's just my perspective and your perspective, we should be allowed to have our perspective, up, right? Exactly. Exactly. If so it doesn't let's, line up, let's share this video as many times as we can and show YouTube who's boss, the truthers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let, get the word out, man. This, you know, this is, uh, this is an opportunity for, um, you know, 
us to look at all of these agendas and shed a light on a world that has just gone so crazy bonkers. And, you know, I support the next thing meme was our thing last week, right? Well, that's exactly what the world wants us to do is they just want us to take the, take the bait and run with it and, and spew out their agendas whether it's the medical agendas, whether it's the sexual agendas, whether it's the you know environment, all of these agendas, they want people parroting it. And people like us who don't parrot it, we are the enemy. We are the ones that are blacklisted. And, uh, and I'm for not afraid, the man. truth, Or for trying to find the truth. That's what's sad. Yep. So there you have it. I love that intro. <laughs> Do you? I had to play it twice. <laughs> so what are we going to be talking about next week, Jeremiah? Give us a preview. Well, next week we're going to be talking about JFK and how it relates to MKUltra and, and Charles Manson. Basically everything we talked about today, but with JFK added and blended and showing you how it all makes sense in the big picture and in the history portion. And you're good at the current news, so I'll leave that to you. And you could submit a story, too, to our email at submit at skibanewsnation.com. And we would love to hear your story, and we could feature it here on Skiba News Nation. Also, you can send us mail, because we're thinking about doing that new uh, segment on reading mail that people send us and so this is the address that you can send it to send it to jeremiah skiba uh, jeremiah skiba p.o box 560271 the colony texas 75056 and we'll read it on the air and that would be pretty cool in my opinion in my opinion in my opinion <laughs> i can't say that enough how you kind of stay off the radar in my opinion oh yeah yeah i mean there's nothing better than having something physically in your hands from people that you know care and want to contribute to the show and so i i would encourage people please send uh send some actual letters and make sure to submit some of your news stories i think we can really benefit uh hearing from your perspectives so make sure to do that and uh just from my end just a quick shout out to uh some of my uh, news-inspired uh, correspondence. Uh, I uh, uh, wanted to give a shout-out to um, uh, Baron Dependent uh, for his uh, weekly breakdowns. I wanted to give a shout-out to BB for the gravy, and I wanted to give a shout-out to Lex Eckstein for some of your submissions. So thank you guys for contributing uh, some of your truth to the ethosphere and, uh, you know, th just uh, some some great things that um, I've learned, uh, over the years and, and just recently for this broadcast, some memes that I wanted to share. So, uh, just shout out there and that's all I had to say. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much. Should we do an outro now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Thank you for watching Skiba News Nation. We'll be back with you the same time next week, next Friday. Thank you for watching and stay tuned.
Hey everybody, thank you for watching this episode of Skiba News Nation. I hope you enjoyed. Please like, share, and subscribe. And if you want, you can even get Skiba News Nation gear. Thank you again for watching, and we'll see you next time here on Skiba News Nation. Stay tuned.